Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pastor's delivery of the word.
Here at St. Matthew's, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus, our Savior, died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. love to invite you to our online service here at St. Matthew's Baptist Church under the direction of our senior pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Here at St. Matthew's, pastor has been preaching the word of God, rightly dividing it with truth and transparency for over 33 years. We've seen thousands of lives transformed. Even though we're living through an unprecedented time, and even though our church is closed due to the pandemic, we'd love for you to download our SMBC app through your Google Play Store or through the Apple App Store for real-time live updates. Additionally, we'd like for you to follow us on Instagram at SMBChurchNJ or on Facebook at St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown, New Jersey. In addition to that, we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at SMBCTV where you can learn about our online services, our Wednesday night core Bible studies, and even our Zoom schedules at this time. Finally, don't forget to remain faithful through your giving by tithing online through our church website or by using our SMBC app or by mailing in your tithes to our church address at P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Have a blessed day. Do you know what November is? It's Pastor Gordon's pastoral anniversary, and this year we are celebrating 33 years of his dedication and devotion to Jesus Christ and our congregation. We want everyone to let this man of God feel our love and appreciation for him. So we're asking that you would send in your words of love and appreciation as well as your love gift, either via online or by mail. If you're gonna send it online, here's how. Go to www.stmatthewsbc.org forward slash giving. Click on pay now under events. If you're gonna give by mail, we ask that you send it to St. Matthew's Baptist Church. P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Please make sure that your check is made out to Pastor Gordon and that you place anniversary gifts in the memo section. Let's celebrate our pastor, a man after God's own heart. May God bless you.
will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee for he trusts in thee. The Bryant family want to wish our pastor, Pastor Raymond Gordon, on his 33rd anniversary a wonderful, wonderful time. We praise God for you, your family, your wife, Diane, and we may even name your children if we knew them, Ray Jr., Diamond, and Rachel Ray. God bless you, be encouraged, and always remember Always remember the great times we had at St. Matthew's. Take care. Hi, Pastor. This is Jan and Pastor Juan Peterson from Angel Visit Baptist Church, my Royal New Jersey. We just want to wish you a happy anniversary. anniversary. We love you. We love you. And we pray to God, give you many more. It's amazing, Pastor. Congratulations on your 33rd pastoral anniversary. I remember very clearly in 1989 bringing my family to St. Matthew's to hear this dynamic preacher. Had no idea that God would change my direction and trajectory as a result of my encounter with you. You're an amazing pastor, amazing leader. We love you. We thank God for you. And we pray that you have many more years, as many as your heart desires, of serving in God's kingdom. You are a true general in the kingdom of God. God bless you. I love you. Pastor James Bettner, Delaware Valley Baptist Church, Willingboro, New Jersey. Hey, this is Pastor Victor Gregory, First Union Baptist Church, Newtonville, New Jersey. Uh, just wanted to give a shout out to my father in the gospel, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr., thanking God for him being able to celebrate 33 years of faithful service and ministry uh, to him and his lovely wife, First Lady Diane Gordon. Uh, we thank God for your teaching, for your tenacity, and for your tireless effort that God recognizes. And we salute you uh, in the name of Jesus and pray that he would continue to uplift your arms as you continue to hold up the bloodstained banner of Christ, leading people then to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and him alone. God bless. Praise the Lord. To God be the glory for the great thing that he has done, is doing, and yet shall do.
Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you, to Sister Gordon. We thank and praise God for your labor of love, your dedication, your commitment, your faithfulness. Scripture lets us know it is required of a steward that a man be found faithful. And certainly you have proven that to be true. You have been faithful over these 33 years. Continue on till souls are saved, hearts are changed, minds are renewed. And keep on praising our Lord, our Savior, Jesus, who is the Christ. Thank you, man. Love you. God bless. This is Reverend Arthur Price, pastor of the 6th Century Baptist Church here in Birmingham, Alabama. I want to congratulate my pastor, the Reverend Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, for 33 years of reaching, teaching, and discipling. Other pastors may have position, but we know that you have the power. Just like Pharaoh had position, but Moses had the power. Just like Ahab had position, but Elijah had the power. Just like Nebuchadnezzar had position, and the three Hebrew boys had the power. Just like Pontius Pilate had position, but Jesus had the power. Thank God for powerful preaching, teaching, and discipling. God bless you, Pastor. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our precious Savior. Uh, Pastor Gordon, I'd just like to take this time to just say thank you. Congratulations on your 33 years of impeccable leadership and servitude. Uh, you have been serving the flock and building them and keeping them, praying for them, even though they don't know that you're on your knees praying for them. Uh, you have helped us as leaders to grow and to be responsible. And for that, I thank God. It has been an awesome thing to walk uh, with you uh, through this journey part of the way. And for the part that I have been with you of those 33 years, it has been impeccable. It has given me strength. It has given me courage. It has set my soul on fire for the word of God, for the truth, and never to seek anything other than that. I thank God for you, and I pray that God will continue to bless you, hold you and uphold you, and keep you. My God, my God. Hey, this is Pastor D from the Sword Church in Woodbine, New Jersey. I want to give my pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, First Lady Diane Gordon, a happy 33rd pastoral anniversary at the great St. Matthew's Baptist Church. You are definitely the best pastor on this side of heaven, and we thank God for you. I pray favor and blessings upon your life and enjoy your anniversary. God bless you. Hello, my name is Pastor Christopher Bettner. Uh, I'm privileged to serve as the pastor of the Lifehouse Church uh, in Burlington County, New Jersey, man. And I just stopped by to say happy anniversary to Dr. Raymond Maurice Gordon, man. Thank you for your example. Thank you for your faithfulness in ministry all of these years. Certainly, you have been a linchpin of faithfulness in my life and the life of my family, man. I'm so grateful for the high value of God's word that you have invested in the life of his people. Man, we are better because of you and we celebrate you today and we're excited for what God has in store for you and Lady G for the days ahead, man. God bless you. We love you. Happy anniversary and many, many more to come. Peace. Give myself away. 
Yeah. 
Are you ready for the word? Miraculous, exalted name of Jesus Christ. We greet you in that name, giving honor to our God and to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We want you to go get a pinch of bread and a small glass of water because it's the third Sunday we will be celebrating communion. We thank God for you and we pray that you would be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, trusting Jesus and Jesus alone. Bless the name of Jesus. I want to personally not only give honor to God, but to our praise team. They do a great, great job. To our sons of the faith who are pastoring now, thank God for your Uh, Great, great compliments these 33 years. I appreciate all of you. You're great men of God. I'm thankful also to our tech team, Tony Tyler, Dave, and all the other attendants and our helpers here, uh, Reverend Jackson and and Rodney and Marcus and the Arnolds. We, We just thank God for you this morning, and truly God is an awesome God. Let me thank you for your gracious cards and gifts, monetary gifts during my anniversary. They're well appreciated. It broke my heart. Thank you so much, all of you, and may God richly bless you. Truly God is an awesome God. Next week we begin a new series on commitment, and we will begin with the commitment to our faith, followed by the commitment to our families, followed by the commitment of focus, commitment of fortitude, and we want to just engineer proper commitment to our Lord 
and Savior Jesus Christ. Again, we pray that you would be faithful in your giving online and to P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Truly God is an awesome God. This morning, this morning, I want to take a text that's familiar to most of you, and we're going to be uh, dealing with seeing Jesus up close and in person. Amen. And that is that uh, a glimpse of his glory, a glimpse of his glory, hallelujah, that uh, we want to um, see Jesus clearly. Amen. Amen. Not just see him in conflict, not just see him, amen, in our confusion, but see him clearly. And I'm in Matthew chapter 17, a well-known portion of scripture, Matthew 17. And uh, I want to say that as we, amen, conclude this matter of conflict versus clarity, and, and you need to get clarity in the midst of your conflict, amen. God's promises has propelled us, amen, to be at peace within us. God is in full control through the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Our experiences, exposures, enlightenments, amen, and our educational devices, amen, that God tends to use in our minds, our memories, and in our motivations in life. Matthew chapter 17, beginning at verse 1, is crucial. It's very, very crucial as we see an unusual experience, a unique exposure, a unifying education to Jesus' disciples about the totality of their trust in Jesus. That is, Jesus strategically took three of his disciples to the summit of Mount Transfiguration, leaving the other nine remaining disciples at the bottom of the mountain. And when he took them up, his whole objective was, listen to this, to increase their confidence, amen, fortify their courage, and give them a new commitment to who he was. And, and metaphorically, amen, or I should say my proposition here is that God many times has got to get us away from the everyday mundane. God's got to separate us from, amen, the daily uh, images of life to get us away alone, to show us who he really is. Interesting. As he strategically takes up these three disciples, Peter... James and his brother John, leaving the other nine at the bottom, amen, he is transfigured uh, 
before him. He's changed. And we're going to examine this change that they witness, they see. And what he's doing, amen, is that Jesus purposely gives a preview of who he is. And I want to challenge you that there is no confusion as to who he is. Those of us that live by faith, he's king of kings and he's Lord of lords. And, and it's here in Matthew 17, better known as the Mount of Transfiguration. And by the way, Moses, amen, was acquainted with Mount Sinai, the law. Elijah, Mount Carmel, the victory. But Jesus, listen to this, Mount Transfiguration, Mount Calvary, and Mount Zion. Wow. That there's something about mountains that is important to God. That God speaks from mountains. He spoke to Moses, <laughs> spoke to Elijah. Spoke through Jesus. And not only is Jesus associated with Mount Transfiguration and Mount Zion and Amen, but he's also Mount Calvary, which is Mount Moriah. He is, uh, he has associated himself from these particular mountains. And as our normal Bible study mythology is, we need to use observation of the text, then interrogation, then interpretation before we get to application. We need to really exhaust what's being said here, amen, and, and, and we need to understand that until we see Jesus for who he is, we will be left in a mist of confusion. That is, that is, that is, Jesus, amen, uh, begins this chapter in verse 1 of chapter 17. And after six days, stop, pause, and park. What does that mean? Well, it is probably going back to his promise in 1628, chapter 16, verse 28, where he said, listen to this, some of you will not see death until you have seen the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. It is strongly believed that the sum were Peter, James, and John. You won't die till you see who I really am. A clear picture of who I really am. Now let me stop pausing part because over the years, I've been saved for a long time, but... I, I didn't really see Jesus as Jesus was. I had to grow to that. I had to stay in this word. I had to regurgitate the word. I had to hide the word in my heart. I had, amen, to see God for who he is. And once I saw Jesus for who he is, calm came into my life. Once I saw Jesus for who he is, Amen. Certainty came into my life. 
that, that, that I, I am, amen, in his presence. I've got his peace and I'm acquainted with his power because I see him clearly. That is, when we look at this text, and I find it very, very interesting, uh, Matthew's objective was to prove that Jesus, he's writing to the Jews, was the Messiah King. And, 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 and when you get to chapter 17, he begins to expose these three, why these three, because they were more or less the pillars that he was going to build upon. Amen. And, and it's interesting that uh, Peter saw him in his glory. John saw him in his glory. And John wrote the book of the Revelation. So chapter 1, he really saw Jesus in his glory. Amen. James was murdered in Acts 12. But James 2 was, amen, he saw Jesus in his glory. I, w- I want you to understand what's going on here. First, we have what we call disclosure. Disclosure is when something veiled becomes unveiled. And, and seeing Jesus hanging there with pastor in his glory confirmed his deity. Ah. He, he, he took him up the mountain and he, he was transfigured. And this seeing him in his deity added to their confidence. Added to their confidence. Added to their confidence. This, this is a, a man, a God-given revelation. God unveiled. God revealed himself He revealed his person to these three. He said, well, I I thought they were walking with him and seeing the miracles. Yes, but this revelation is different. First of all, they see when he's transfigured. Amen. Transfigured means changed outwardly. They see his preeminence. He is the infinite God of the universe. Now, most of the controversies that we have today is over who Jesus really was. Some say he was a good teacher. Some say he was a prophet. Some say he was a man. Some say other things. No, no, no. He's infinite God. He's eternal God. And if you don't believe that, you're going to hell. He's eternal God. He's not a good teacher or prophet from Galilee. He's eternal God. He's equal with God. That, that is, they, they saw his preeminence. The reason I'm so confident about what I preach and teach is because I've seen him in his glory. Not physically, but I've come to know, Gnosko, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. I've seen him in my problems. I've seen him in my pitfalls. I've seen him in my peaceless nights. Lord, have mercy. 
They, they saw first his preeminence, and then secondly, they saw his purposeful, listen to this, incarnation. 100% man, 100% God. Isaiah 9 says, 9, 6, now to us, a, a child is born, humanity, and a son is given, divinity. The incarnation was in flesh, that God would take on flesh. All of the incidences of Jesus in the Old Testament was pre-incarnation. Joshua saw the pre-incarnate God. Moses saw the pre-incarnate God at the burning bush. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego saw the pre-incarnate God in the oven of, of fire. That was all pre-incarnate, but the disciples now are seeing the purposeful incarnate God. 100% man, 100% God. That, that is not only hallelujah, his preeminence and his purposeful incarnation, but also they, they saw God's person with both incommunicable and communicable attributes. Now, incommunicable attributes, attributes that man cannot attain. God is all-knowing, omniscient. God is omnipotent, all power. God is omnipresent everywhere at the same time. But in John chapter 1, we see both communicable and incommunicable attributes. He's the Logos. He's the eternal word of God. Lord, have mercy. He's life. He's light. Uh, he's ladder. He's lamb. He's liberty. He's love. I'm preaching already. That, that is that seeing Jesus in his glory being transfigured, it increases our confidence. Mm. He's king of kings and lord of lords. That, that is, child of God, that uh, until we see Jesus in his glory, we will not fear reverence. We will not have strong faith. We will not have fortitude. We, we got to see him, Lord have mercy, in all of his glory. Mm. It helps our struggles. With his strength. Yeah. It helps our doubts with his deliverance. It helps our mundane minds with his majesty. God has disclosed himself to these three disciples. Uh, Disclosure. I want to know. You might be saved. You might not. You might just be a church member. Is the glory of Jesus Christ disclosed to you? Meaning he's above everything and everyone. He's above all your desires. He's above your wounds. He's above, yeah. 
all of your historical fractures, he's greater than anything else. I want seeing Jesus in his glory. That's called disclosure. What blows my mind is when I was unsaved and on my way to hell, doing my own thing, God did not allow me to seek him. He sought me. And he disclosed himself to me. He disclosed himself to the Apostle Paul on the Damascus Road as a great light, brighter than the noonday sun. Lord, have mercy. You need disclosure of who he is. Lord, have mercy. He's not Mary's little baby. He's not a prophet of Galilee. He's all God and all man. He's king. He's Messiah. He's potentate. He's ruler of heaven and earth. He's El Elyon, El Shaddai, the big breasted one, El Roy. Ah, he's, Lord, have mercy. Jehovah Sinkanu, the righteousness, the Je Jehovah M. Kadesh, Jehovah Shalom, God's peace. He, he is equal with God. And any other faith, any other lesson, any other Bible, any other writing that puts him lower than that is hell bound. Yeah. Seeing Jesus in his glory disclosure helps my confidence. Not seeing him with the physical eye. Nobody's seen Jesus and lived. Seeing him with the spiritual eye. But we move from disclosure to discussion. Seeing Jesus <laughs> in this unique grouping of individuals, Moses and Elijah, cancels out all other presidencies. Hmm. That, that is, child of God, when you begin to uh, look at this grouping up on this mountain, Peter, James, and John are sitting there, and they see Moses and Elijah, all three, and Jesus, all three have glorified bodies. Moses represents the law, and Elijah represents the prophets. And, and child of God, when you begin to look at this discussion, and I want to deal with discussion. The Bible does not, and I repeat, the Bible does not reveal what this discussion was about between Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. But more than likely, because of the context of what was going on, the, this discussion had to do with his redemption. He is the redeemer. He's like Boaz who redeemed Ruth, a Moabitess, purchased her out of the marketplace of sin. He is redemption. It was by his blood that we are saved. He purchased us. Lord, have mercy. He pursued us to purchase us. He gave us 
place, placement and peace and provisions and power through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. He is our redemption. But secondly, this discussion was about his resurrection where he would defy death. Oh, death! Paul saying that thing, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That is, he's not only redemption and he's not only resurrection, but he is reconciliation. God 2 Corinthians 5, 17, God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses and has given them the ministry of reconciliation. Who are you reconciling for Jesus? Lord, have mercy. Then when we begin to look at this discussion of Moses, Elijah, and Jesus. Let me stop, pause, and park. This was important for the disciples to see because they were Jews who reverenced the law. The law of Moses. Uh, The power of Elijah who called down fire from heaven. Do I have a witness? And, and, And what you and I must understand is that Peter... Poor Peter, always opening up his mouth at the wrong time. Peter said, it's good for us to be here. Let us build three booths, three altars to these three men. He was equating Moses and Elijah, law and prophets, with Jesus. And three things suddenly happened. First, a cloud pulled up. God the Father was in the cloud. He told Peter, be quiet. You don't know what you're talking about. And then the cloud gave clarity. And, and, And child of God, child of God, when you begin to look at this cloud and this uh, clarity um, the disciples saw a confirmation that uh, hallelujah Moses and Elijah disappeared that is to say Jesus is greater than everything and everybody Amen. let me stop Paul's apart and just spend some time on who he is. We've not been taught to worship properly. The psalmist said the Lord is. Before you can say what he is, you got to know who he is. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my refuge and strength. The Lord is my present strength in the time of trouble. Writer of Hebrews talks about the preeminence of Jesus, said he's greater than the angels. He's greater than the law. He's greater than Moses. He's greater than Levi. 
He's the greatest of the greatest. Mm. Disclosure. Discussion. Let me, I don't care who I'm talking to. I don't care what faith you are. I don't care what you believe in. I can tell you right now, when you talk to me, I'm going to tell you face to face boldly who Jesus is. Whether you want to believe it or not. He's king. He's Lord. He's potentate. He's got all power in his hands. Hallelujah. The reason the world is going to hell in a handbasket is because they don't believe in Jesus. The word belief pissed us. They don't have conviction. They don't trust. They don't confide in who he is. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. He told the woman at the well, woman, after a long discussion on the historicity of Israel, long discussion on the well, long discussion about water, he said, woman, if you knew who I was, you would ask me for water. What a man. What a God. That is, in this discussion, ah, with Moses and Elijah, by the way, who were both backsliders, but they were in a glorified state, they came to discuss something in secret with Jesus. Mm, my God. God hid Moses' body, Book of Jude, and Satan and Michael the Archangel were contending over the body. Yeah. Elijah went to heaven in a glorious chariot in a whirlwind. Interesting. That is, we move from the disclosure to these three inner circle disciples for them to witness a discussion. My grandmother, who never finished school, gave me the greatest theological statement I've ever learned. And I've been to Bible college, and she said, I dare you to trust him. That's all she said. When I was low and about to throw the towel in, I dare you to trust Jesus. He'll make a way out of no way. We move from the disclosure to the discussion, finally to the delivery, deliverer. And it's here, child of God, that uh, we, we begin... Again, to see Jesus standing, listen to this, on his ground, here it is, alone. No Moses, no Elijah, he's standing alone. Which deals with the fact that he is the deliverer. Ah, 
He, he is alone in charge of everything. He is alone our conqueror. He is alone our confidence. And, 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 and you and I must see Jesus alone. Hallelujah. That, that is, child of God, the reason so many people fall away from the faith, fall away from the truth, fall away from the church, is because church to them psychologically was a building on Sunday. With fallen man in worship. The church spiritually is the body of Jesus Christ. It's the body, it's the building, it's the bride of Jesus Christ. Lord have mercy. When you see him, and maybe God has to allow some problems for you to see him. Maybe God wants to get you away from the mundane to see him. Maybe God wants to get you alone to really see him. Lord have mercy. That, that is, child of God, when you begin to look at him standing alone. He is the lifter of my soul. He's the light of the world. He's the lamb of God. He, he, he is... Hallelujah, uh, the liberator of my mind. Jesus was standing alone. He's my courage. He's my captain. He's my confidence. He's my cornerstone. Yeah, he's my clarity. Jesus, the Christ. Disclosure, discussion, deliverance. He's Christ, and he's Christ crucified for the sins of the elect. He came to die for our sins. Hallelujah. And this morning, you may need to be saved. What must I do, the Philippian jailer said, to be saved? Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, and if your family does the same thing, your whole house will be saved. But they got to do it. You got to trust him that his death, burial, and resurrection, you got to trust that he died for your sins. Hallelujah. Was buried, and on the third day got up with all power in his hands. He's the Christ. He's the Christos. He's the Messiah King. He's King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You may be watching this, this morning saying, but well, I'm saved. I know all that. No, 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 no. But you can't see his glory. Because once you see his glory, it changes the way you live. Once you see him in all his glory, it changes the way you give. Once you see him in all of his glory, it changes the way you forgive. He's got all power in his hands. Psalm 31 says, my life and my times are in his hands. He's got the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Jesus is Lord. It's a glimpse of his glory. And when he went back down to the mountain, the other nine disciples 
were in dispute and in confusion because they couldn't heal a man. And the reason they couldn't heal a man is because they was too worried about what the other three was doing at the top of the mountain. That, that is, child of God, you got to see him this morning. It will change your mind. It will change your marriage. It will change your ministry. It will change the way you use your money. It will change you inside out. Hallelujah. As we transfer into our communion, the Lord's Supper, we thank God for his sacrifice, his death, his burial, and resurrection. First Corinthians 11, beginning at verse 23rd, 23rd uh, verse. And I want, I want to throw this out to you. First, we see a provisional focus. In the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it. He gave thanks and broke it and said, take eat, this is my flesh, this is my body which was broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. That is, he made a statement of provision. Hallelujah. Take eat, this is my body. Amen. I bought me a slice of bread, and uh, I do have a kit here, but I want to take just a pinch. Amen. Let's all take our pinch of bread and put it in our mouths. That we ought to do this in unison, the body of Christ. Then... After supper, distinction, he took the cup. Mm. This is promotion. And said, drink, amen, this cup, drink all of it, amen. It represents his shed blood on the cross. Hallelujah. And we ought to, amen, Drink this cup, amen, before the Lord. So take your water and drink it. Let's, let's, let's be obedient, amen. And this cup that you're drinking is the cup of the new covenant. It's a new covenant. It's a covenant of grace, love we don't deserve. It's a covenant of grace is a covenant of gladness. It's a covenant, amen, of God's uh, love and affection. And then he gives a proclamation, as often as you do this, you show my death until I come back. Provision, promotion, proclamation. Jesus lays out in 1 Corinthians 11, beginning of 23rd verse, these three facets. Communion can't save you. Communion 
is an agreement, a covenantal agreement, to show forth his death till he comes back. It is a celebration. It is a memorization. And we thank God for the communion. We thank God for his goodness. We thank God for his mercy. We thank God, hallelujah, for his grace. Should the Lord spare life delay is coming, we're going to start our series, amen, next week on commitment. Commitment to the faith. Are you committed this morning? Or are you casual in your thinking? He wants to save you. He wants to grow you into sanctification. He wants to settle your disputes so that you and I are living in peace. The Lord of glory appeared. And he appears to us. Every time I drive down a highway, the Lord, the Lord of glory is directing my paths. Every time I get discouraged, the Lord of glory is unwinding my knots. When doubt sits in, the Lord of glory gives me certainty that he is who he said he was. Somebody said he's able. He's able to do what, preacher? I'm glad you asked. All superlatives to do far, exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior. He's the wisest of wise. He's the most glorious one living. He wants us to submit in humility. Lord, I could do nothing without you. And during this pandemic, we're trusting you to bring us out. During the social unrest, we're trusting you to bring peace. During all of this confusion, we're trusting you to show the world who you really are. Hallelujah. Disclosure, discussion, deliverance. If you need to be saved, ask Christ into your life right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried, rose again on the third day. Come into my life and save me. Save me from hell. Save me from Satan. Save me from myself. Save me from my sin. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory. To your name, Jesus. Glory to your name. Let me give you a wave offering. Let me stomp my feet, clap my hands, and proclaim who you are. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness, mercy, and grace. And we want you to see him clearly. A glimpse of his glory will guide you. God bless you. Again, thank you for your cards and gifts. Have a great day. I miss you. I miss the fellowship. I miss your friendship. 
I miss you. But we must be obedient and wait on God. In Jesus' name, amen. What a word, what a word, what a word, what a word. A glimpse of God's glory in Jesus. That what we were discussing and disclosing is that we need disclosure, 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 amen, is when we are able to be enlightened and we want God to enlighten us. The whole gist of the message is enlightenment, of his eternality. And once we get there, hallelujah, as you heard in the message, we have a sense of personal promotion in Christ. And we thank God for you tuning in. In Jesus' name, amen. Bryant family want to wish our pastor, Pastor Raymond Gordon, on his 33rd anniversary a wonderful, wonderful time. We praise God for you, your family, your wife, Diane, and we may even name your children if we knew them, Ray Jr., Diamond, and Rachel Ray. God bless you, be encouraged, and always remember, always remember the great times we had at St. Matthew's. Take care. Hi, Pastor. This is Jan and Pastor Juan Peterson from Angel Visit Baptist Church, my Royal New Jersey. We just want to wish you a happy anniversary. anniversary. We love you. We love you. And we pray to God give you many more. 
It's amazing, Pastor. Congratulations on your 33rd pastoral anniversary. I remember very clearly in 1989 bringing my family to St. Matthew's to hear this dynamic preacher. Had no idea that God would change my direction and trajectory as a result of my encounter with you. You're an amazing pastor, amazing leader. We love you. We thank God for you. And we pray that you have many more years, as many as your heart desires, of serving in God's kingdom. You are a true general in the kingdom of God. God bless you. I love you. Pastor James Bettner, Delaware Valley Baptist Church, Willingboro, New Jersey. Hey, this is Pastor Victor Gregory, First Union Baptist Church, Newtonville, New Jersey. Uh, just wanted to give a shout out to my father in the gospel, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr., thanking God for him being able to celebrate 33 years of faithful service and ministry. Uh, to him and his lovely wife, First Lady Diane Gordon, uh, we thank God for your teaching, for your tenacity, and for your tireless effort that God recognizes. And we salute you uh, in the name of Jesus and pray that he would continue to uplift your arms as you continue to hold up the bloodstained banner of Christ, leading people them to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and him alone. God bless. Praise the Lord. To God be the glory. For the great thing that he hath done, is doing, and yet shall do. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary to you, to Sister Gordon. We thank and praise God for your labor of love, your dedication, your commitment, your faithfulness. Scripture lets us know it is required of a steward that a man be found faithful. And certainly you have proven that. To be true, you have been faithful over these 33 years. Continue on till souls are saved, hearts are changed, minds are renewed. And keep on praising our Lord, our Savior, Jesus, who is the Christ. Thank you, man. Love you. God bless. This is Reverend Michael Price, pastor of the 6th Century Baptist Church here in Birmingham, Alabama. I want to congratulate my pastor, the Reverend Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, for 33 years of reaching, teaching, and discipling. Other pastors may have position, but we know that you have the power. Just like Pharaoh had position, but Moses had the power. Just like Ahab had position, but Elijah had the power. Just like Nebuchadnezzar had position, and the three Hebrew boys had the power. Just like Pontius Pilate had position, but Jesus had the power. Thank God for powerful preaching, teaching, and discipling. God bless you, Pastor. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our precious Savior. Uh, pastor Gordon, I'd just like to take this time to just say thank you. Congratulations on your 33 years of impeccable leadership and servitude. Uh, you have been serving the flock and building them and keeping them, praying for them, even though they don't know that you are on your knees praying for them. Uh, you have helped us as leaders to grow and to be responsible. And for that, I thank God. It has been an awesome thing to walk uh, with you uh, through this journey part the way. And for the part that I have been with you of those 33 years, it has been impeccable. It has given me strength. It has given me courage. It has set my soul on fire for the word of God, for the truth, and never to seek anything other than that. I thank God for you, and I pray that God will continue to bless you, hold you, and uphold you, and keep you. My God, my God. Hey, this is Pastor D from the Sword Church in Woodbine, New Jersey. I want to give my pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, 
First Lady Diane Gordon a happy 33rd pastoral anniversary at the great St. Matthew's Baptist Church. You are definitely the best pastor on this side of heaven, and we thank God for you. I pray favor and blessings upon your life and enjoy your anniversary. God bless you. Hello, my name is Pastor Christopher Bettner. Uh, I'm privileged to serve as the pastor of the Lifehouse Church uh, in Burlington County, New Jersey, man. And I just stopped by to say happy anniversary to Dr. Raymond Maurice Gordon, man. Thank you for your example. Thank you for your faithfulness in ministry all of these years. Certainly, you have been a linchpin of faithfulness in my life and the life of my family, man. I'm so grateful for the high value of God's word that you have invested in the life of his people. Man, we are better because of you and we celebrate you today and we're excited for what God has in store for you and Lady G for the days ahead. Man, God bless you. We love you. Happy anniversary and many, many more to come. Peace. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To get using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewsfbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthews Secure Contribution and Payment Form. My breath is leaving, my heart begins to cease its tune. I hope I'm ready, who knew the end would come this soon? How will I be remembered? Will the lives I knew changed did i live to give the answers and connect the disengaged was i the cancer did i bring the cure did i live to give up or did i I know I'm ready 
to see the end One life is fading A new one begins For in you I find my freedom And in you I find my worth I will face this new direction Like a car 